there's a lot of shit that just grinds my gears. Grinds your gears? Take my weapon out of the display. <laughs> yes. Just slide it into frame when you want to be threatening. Well, well, the problem is when we turn to the camera anyway, it's going to be there. Look at the bags under my eyes. See this? This is children. We both look tired. It's fucking a Saturday. Tomorrow's the lake. Uh, me and the wife are going with her friends. We got a babysitter. Ooh, I'm going to be tan. Your boy's going to be tan in the next episode. I'll tell you right now. Next time we record this beautiful head. Tan. Tan. All right. So today, this is During Business Hours. My name's Chris. And I'm Eric. And we're your hosts. Come join us at Bitching at the Economy, at Bitching at Social Media, at Bitching in General. Bitching While in we general. do it during business hours. So today, uh, our lovely friends in Armenia, and I mean lovely, these guys are just the best. Give yourself a round of applause. They go through some shit. I'm, just, I'm telling you right now, they go through some shit over there. There's a whole war zone nobody ever talks about. They sent me something that is disturbing. So I don't know if this is going to do it justice, but uh, it's, the quality is not the best. So this is a guy's name, as you can see in the center. It's very blurry. This is a Kurdish profile on Facebook that's still active right now. And its name is I Sell Guns in Kurdish. He sells he guns. Sells illegal, street illegal guns. Legal guns, because in Iraq it's legal to sell guns. So technically to him, it's legal. But Facebook has no fucking idea. They just see that name and they're like, meh. They can't translate it. Yeah. From what I've been told, their Google Translate is very outdated. So it's like, I love guns or I, just, I, I, I see Ogunes and they're like, what a nice, uh, you know, gentleman. It's, it is fucking insane to say that this is not okay. This is weird. In my opinion, Facebook has its own problems. You know, they let scammers like Sutton's and, and Clay's and all those people, they go get to do their own thing, steal thousands of dollars. You report them, they get banned for 30 days. You report them again, they get banned for seven. You report them again, they tell you to fuck off. That's Facebook. Facebook, too. They're not That's really it. in it. But they they have this shit right here on their profile. But they take action against Andrew Tate. Because <laughs> he's spreading hate out into the world. Donald Trump. Donald Trump also spreading hate and false still misinformation. On, still on social world. media. He was banned for a short time from what, Twitter and Facebook? Mm -hmm. uh, you've got millions of people spreading hate. You have, I hate the N-word. I hate Spanish. I hate, these people exist. And they say it daily. It is open racism. And the man who talks about women in the, in the home, which is only uncommon in America, only here. Every other country, a woman raising a family is something that is cherished and loved and held 
to a different standard. Forced to be like that. Not forced in every country. A lot of cultures forced their women to Saudi fit Arabia. a certain rule. Saudi Arabia is only one. Sorry, Prince. But the only one that I know of that's like hardcore laws. Well, it's probably the media has washed my brain of this, right? But still, I don't think silencing this guy is the right move. I think you let him die out like a candle that burns too hot. This is just going to fuel. He can just make a website like Hustlers University. And now he's got a million people watching him. He had 4.7 million people on Instagram viewing him every day. And they banned him. That's crazy. And it's words. It's not action. That's just the problems he causes with so, other people. But so what about all the people that spread misinformation Lies, hate. Kick them all out. Kick them all out. All right. Hassan, H3, uh, Biden, Fauci, all of them. Kick them all out. Kick everyone out. Just cancel social media in general. Oh, God. It's so bad. So bad. I thought this was hilarious. So I wanted to see what you thought. From a freedom of speech aspect. He's allowed to say whatever he wants, but he's not... They're private platforms. He's not entitled to be on these social media platforms. What, do you know what the law is? The the F02 or whatever? No. So it's the Communications Decency Act. This is what they passed a while ago. It says... It wasn't too... Well, it says here... Since the original purpose of the legislation was to restrict free speech on the internet, the internet community as a whole objected strongly to the Communications Decency Act. With the F's help, the anti-free speech provisions were struck down by the Supreme Court, but thankfully, CDA 230 remains, and in the years since, as far, outshone the rest of the law. The 230, no provider or user of an Interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information con- content provider. In other words, online intermediaries that host or republish speech are protected against the range of laws that might otherwise be held them to illegally responsible for what others say and do. So, say if we posted Andrew Tate on our Instagram, Twitter, social box, RSS feed, whatever, a clip of him saying something bad about women and how women need to be in the home, how they need to be cared for, protected, any of that stuff. We cannot be held liable for what he says on our platform. So if Facebook has somebody selling guns on their platform, Mm -hmm. they are not liable, even though they leave it up. Okay. You see the hypocrisy? They, they, they are not liable, but they remove somebody like Andrew Tate because they're... It's still better in their public image. It's only in their public image. But why is this not out there? That This is only one profile out of hundreds of people over there selling guns, mm-hmm. ammunition, armaments, vehicles. I could only imagine what's going on in Afghanistan, too, with all that we left. All getting scooped up, sold on the market. And if they can't translate it or if it's an issue with the the algorithm, what about sex trafficking? I bet there's people for sale on Facebook. You know, they used to say Craigslist, you could buy a hand or a kidney or whatever. That's fucking insane. It's the world we live in. 
it's just a parallel. Like what else is being sold on Facebook that is fucking bonkers? Well, we know that anyone will suck your dick for 300 bucks. It's a crazy life. No, thank you. But so basically they're protected. We get that. But when this happened, they started taking the shit that they weren't protected from off their their uh, policies and their social medias. So like Twitter and Instagram started banning all these profiles. And this is a few years ago to protect themselves from what they were liable for, uh-huh. you know? So I'm wondering why it's not... Why it's not more protective than what it is. It's like they pick and choose. Somebody had made a comment that the only reason Andrew Tate was probably banned is that one of the executives at YouTube, or or sorry, not YouTube, but Instagram and Facebook, one of their children, 11 to 16, saw Andrew Tate, brought it to the executives at dinner, and was like, what do you think of this guy? And they were like, oh, my, my son's watching this? No, flip the switch. That's probably how it works. Like the algorithm skipped him over so many times, let him get over five and a half million followers, 4.7 there, another, I think 900,000 on Facebook or something and did not give a shit about him until somebody pointed him out. I don't like Andrew Tate. I think I've got a lot of similar views, I will say, on the conservative side as Andrew Tate. It's really funny the way he talks. I find it um, hilarious some of the shit like the driving and women, the statistic shit was hilarious. So dumb that it's funny. But I don't think you ban somebody like that. In all of his posts and all the things where he's discussing or being discussed, there's no good discourse, though. It's a bunch of people just arguing about women saying they don't want that life and then men saying, yes, you need to have Anytime that. he's on Twitch, he definitely tries to stir the shit. I will definitely say that. It's how you keep engagement. Yeah, but his like his Instagram, inflammatory. his uh, Tate speech channel, stuff like that, where he sits and talks with his brother, seems like a regular person who's just trying to put on this facade. You know, I remember being 16 full of fucking like, big man. Life life hits you like a ton of bricks. But I'm saying it's, it's scary the reach they got and they gave no information onto why he was banned. They, some, uh, what was it? Ludwig said that it may have been for comments that, you know, alluded to certain acts. I was like, well, really matters. Doesn't it? Dangerous misogynist is what they're calling him. Oh, yeah. Somebody said that it was because he was associated with like mafia and gangsters or known criminals, which is hilarious. There's a video of him physically attacking a woman, allegedly. Oh, no. But the woman already came out and said that that was not what it looked like. Um, There's been a lot of shit, but he always gets the. He is a tier three dangerous individual. What? That's what they said? Yeah, I'm trying to... Tier 3, entities that may repeatedly engage in violations of our hate speech or dangerous organizations' policies on or off the platform and demonstrate a strong intent to engage in offline violence in the near future, but have not necessarily engaged in violence to date or advocate for violence against others based on their protective characteristics. 
Uh, he is a violence-inducing conspiracy network. So why was... I'm just saying they could have done it a lot sooner or they could have done it another way. I don't support Andrew Tate. I'm just saying you're now giving him so much more leverage. He starts a subscription only. The, he starts the a subscription. Line, no way. He's going to start a subscription only service. Cool. Then he's going to have Hustle University 2.0. No, it'll be Top G Academy. And it's going to be only my top G's who pay five ninety nine a month get to see me and, and my content. Going to collect the scum of the earth. No, the, so many more people are going to flock to it because now there's a mystique. You don't get free content from him. Imagine the kid who spent fifty bucks that works for us. The kid who now came to work acting like he didn't have COVID and like, oh, go get a test. And he's like, oh, there's no line. Goes home after we send him home because he looks like death. Well, there's a faint line. That dumbass kid. Yeah, Chris. But he paid $50 repeatedly to be in this fucking class for, what was it, a Top G Academy or Hustlers University. It's going to breed more mystique. The Nelk boys get, what was it? They sold their meta cards for 10 grand a piece. And those holders are like 90% and higher. So they bought it to hold. It's not a trading thing. It's crazy to think the the drive these people have when something is off the internet. You know what I mean? Like the the allure. Logan Paul had it his isn't the mystique, but it's still standard consumers aren't going to be harassed or exposed to this content anymore. It's not the consumers that are being harassed. Even the people that don't like him you can't don't say give people a shit. Aren't being harassed. I read a tweet today about a lady talking about her son learning about Andrew Tate and how all the girls need to listen to him because he's uh, a man and he's working. So she was telling her son that it wasn't okay. And all these fucking men were up in her tweet. Like you should listen to your son. A man's talking to you. Like you, you really need to let him do his thing and get his sister under control. Cause he was like fighting see, his fucking sister. How many of those do you see though? I see dozens a day. See, I don't, I don't dozens. see many of like that. And I, I'm on Twitter. I'm we're on opposite sides of Twitter. I don't, I don't even have an agenda on Twitter. I barely post the, the, Fucking point being, I see a lot more people that are poking at the bear, causing the bear to fucking sit there and grow. Like if you just left him alone, it would burn out. My whole point of this, if you just left him alone, he would burn out similar to all these fucking creators that blow up. All of them. Any other person who's gone gone growth within six months, they fucking die out quick. But now you've gone and banned him. And just put a rocket on his ass. So whatever platforms he has, YouTube, Hustlers University, etc., is going to be like, oh, I told you so. The Matrix is broken. They're trying to delete me. And it's going to catapult the bullshit. So now more people are going to be like, hey, he was right. He called this. They were going to delete him. And they fucking did it. They could have picked so many easier. They could have shadow banned him. They could have restricted showing his content to anyone. They could have done so much more, but I promise you, this is not going to play out the way that they want. It's going to be so much worse. Let's see what happens. So, so here, here's why it's apparently rife. I've seen this on Euronews. The study of the Institute of Strategic Dialogue, ISD, has found that the sale of weapons in Iraq is rife with Facebook comment sections. Social media giants have been long accused of falling 
failing to effectively moderate harmful and dangerous content, particularly in regions such as the Middle East. Meta, the parent company of Facebook, has fewer resources to tackle content in various languages and dialects in English. The lack of consideration in Arabic and Kurdish has created an open gun market in Facebook in Iraq, said Mustafa Ayid. Uh, the ISD executive director in Africa, Middle East, and Asia. It was relatively easy to find weapons for sale on con- comment sections for very large Facebook pages, pages with over 2 million followers, he told Euronews. According to his research, some of the users don't even bother hiding their intentions. One example he cites a Facebook user whose name is I Sell Guns in Kurdish. That's the guy? That's the guy. So here, picture of Walter, PP, whatever. Yeah. The lack of moderation online and the platform's popularity is a real-life consequence on all grounds. Uh, in June, disgruntled student in a Kyrgyzstan killed the partner of a university lecturer and then assassinated the head of the law department in another institution. The student allegedly bought the firearm on Facebook. Iraq had a higher rate of violent gun deaths per capita than the United States and the highest in the Middle East and North Africa in 2019, according to the University of Washington. So imagine everyone bitching about gun violence here. Mm. Guns, 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 guns. If we were allowed to sell and buy guns on Facebook, it'd be so much worse. It'd be so much worse. It leaves off saying the platform has been condemned for not deleting posts calling for the death of citizens against the military junta. Uh, Human rights investigators said Facebook had played a key role in spreading hate speech that fueled violence against uh, Myanmar. Yeah, Yeah, it definitely did. Facebook doesn't tend to moderate a lot of the bullshit speech. Like I could go in there, say a bunch of the N word, say a bunch of the S word and T words, doesn't matter. It only takes a real life person to report it. The algorithm doesn't catch it. And still you get a slap on the hand. Seven day ban communication. If there is like somebody runs off on a racist rant, like an obviously racist rant, oh, I'm fed up, F these A's and these N's and these T's and these R's, I don't care. If they go off like that, it should be permanent. There should not be a waiting period for somebody to try and cool off and then be like, how can I get away with it next time? Yeah. You know what I mean? They've done it before. They're going to do it again. It's, it's just like, okay, we'll curb your tongue in public, son. At home, curse. At home, talk shit. At home, disrespect entire race and cultures. No. Shut the fuck up. Don't be on the internet. It's much easier like that. Uh, similar to the shit that happened in when it was political in 2020. Everyone was spreading misinformation. Everyone. From George Floyd, the election, uh, the riots, the bullshit. Nothing was real on the internet. And still, Russia... What was it? The Oh, they rigged the election. The election's being stolen. Biden did this. Trump did that. And you walk outside and it's just a peaceful fucking afternoon. The world's not falling. No nuclear bombs. Russia's not flying planes over. China's not fucking killing people. Nobody cared. China was killing people. Russia was fine doing other shit too. And people were killing people and bombs were getting dropped. But nobody gave a shit if you just went outside and got off the fucking social media. Because things are good here. They're but not in good the way in the that people talk about it, so I drop dead tomorrow. You go on social media and you're like, eh, you know, Chris has passed away, et cetera. And then it's going to be like, oh, God. All of a sudden, I'm going to be some violent criminal. Somebody will be like, oh, that guy was an asshole. And then they'll have a story to tell that'll be different than the obituary. And, you know, 
there's no, it's always a telephone game on Facebook. Always. Everybody's always got something different to say. It's always so nuts. I don't understand why. So this is a pastor in Kansas and uh, he calls his church members poor, broke for not buying him a watch. So do you remember, what was it? Remember the evangelists, the TV guys, uh, the gemstone show that I watched a couple episodes of and I was like, this is kind of crazy because it's so close to what they did in the seventies and the eighties when TV started. Mm -hmm. So this guy has like this very backwards church that's being live streamed. And somebody, I can't even tell what the name is that was live streamed. they have like three people over the top oh, of bro, each other. and disgusted because of how you've been honoring me. I'm not worth your McDonald's money. Come on. I'm not worth your Red Lobster money. I ain't worth your St. John Nick. Y'all can't afford it, no how. I ain't worth y'all Louis Vuitton. I ain't worth your Prada. I'm not worth your Gucci. Not that Movado. You can buy a Movado watch in Sam's. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And y'all know I asked for one last year. Here it is the whole way in August. I still ain't got it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. See, that's how I know you still poor, broke, busted in this. So this man, mute this. So this man is doing the evangelist thing. And apparently is wiling on his congregation saying that you haven't given me no money. So you got money for X, Y, and Z. Here's where you can get it. Here's the shit. I wonder if he got the fucking watch. Apparently you can get the Movado watch. He wants it. Sam's club. Could you imagine somebody on their birthday, you know, expecting gifts to act like this? No, that's a, Freaking tantrum. It's something Dude, crazy. Dude, this is like a three-year-old's tantrum in what's supposed to be a religious house of... Uh, he, he got into this for the 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 honoring, the worship, the so whatever. So this is by Black Millionaires underscore. And uh, I follow them on Instagram. And boy, they get some, some gems of like reels and stuff. Uh, it is crazy, the shit, some of the stuff they grab. But the hit... <laughs> The, the freaking, the pasture was just a gem, I will say. So he's from Kansas. Where is it at? So this is the gentleman, apparently. And uh, what's his name? Poor, broke, and busted, and disgusted. It was shared to TikTok. I apologize. Well, in the clip, I'm not sure any McDonald's money. I'm worth your Red Lobster, St. John, yeah. He goes to say, where's Mississippi? Missouri congregation to understand just what God is saying. You can buy him a bottle watch at Sam's, he added. Let's see, where is his name? I, it said his age at some point, and I was like, how is he a pastor? Or a pastor? Went to Thunderbrook said. Mr. Thunderbrook? Thunderbrook. He's, he's super, a Kansas City native, Thunderbrook. Alongside his wife, Slavarina Funderburg, they founded the church together. So they're super young. They live stream it all. I just think that he should have the tax exemption removed. If he's pandering for cash and gifts and stuff like this. So I, I think the government should step in and remove the tax exemption. You know, your 501 3C or whatever nonprofit. Mm hmm. This is like the most 
catch him in the crime bullshit you could do for the church. And I know he's not the only one. They all insinuate, give to God, give to God. But really it's give to me, give to me. It's If you're hitting up for tithes for the church, new, new kitchen for, you know, the community outreach, you want a volleyball field for the kids. Cool. That's church stuff. That's community stuff. Asking for a watch for some new Tim's or something. Cause I've seen, I've seen a video of that. Some guy wanted yeah. some new, new fresh, new kicks. See, I, I've seen the ones where like people are asking God for stuff and I'm not religious. Don't get me wrong. Y'all want to pray. Y'all want to bend a knee. I don't care. Do you break your back? It's not for me. It's my belief. I've been there. I was raised a Christian family, forced it down our throats, get baptized, do this, do that. And it wasn't a good time. It was there for like, okay, this is only two hours of my life and I get to go do whatever I want. My parents will be really happy and not really care where I'm at. That's what I want. So church for me was always like what I had this idea that everyone had a second motive. It's always like, oh, do you love God? Why are you asking? What do you want to know? You know, and then it turned out a lot of those people were creepy in the worst way. People got arrested. People got tried. People had mental breakdowns on shit. Sacramento Church of Christ was the worst church I had ever seen. And we bounced around church to church a few times because everywhere we went, I don't know if it was just my family. It was like six months, a new baptism, some new drama. Somebody said something to somebody and then we moved or we found a friend in a new church and my mom or dad wanted to go, oh, let's go hang out with their new church. It really killed the idea of religion for me. And then when I got married, my wife was like, okay, so you're not religious, I am. My uncle, which is now my uncle, uh, Clinton, she wanted him to marry us. And he's like big into Pentecostal, you know, Christian type. Well, at the time he wasn't feeling close to God, so he didn't feel like he had the power to marry us. And that's mm. how they are. I respected that. So we got my family's friends, uh, Suzanne and Warren, who were big in that Sacramento Church of Christ. Great people. They are just weirdly like perfect at all times. They got their own drama and stuff, but they are always like the most chipper and happy to see people. Oh, you need help? You need this? Absolutely. Hmm. Because they're very religious about the whole like give and do and be nice and neighborly and all that. And they were always great. But everyone else in those churches were like, they asked you something to learn something else. You know what I mean? Or they wanted you to do something so they could ask you to do something else. Or they had hidden agendas for everything. Somebody wanted you to come over for a prayer group, but it was really a Metabolife or Herbalife sales pitch. They wanted your kids to come over and play video games, but then it turns out the video games weren't G-rated, so they wanted a Bible study for the kids. And then the reason they wanted the Bible study for the kids is because they got the travel money from the church to host a Bible study, you know? There was nobody genuine. So was, for me, what's uh, religion like for you? Religion? Never was religious. I've been to church a couple times, but uh, it was like my parents were hanging out with their friends and they, they wanted to go to church for a Christmas thing or whatever. So we'd go to their church and I always thought it was the dumbest thing ever. It's not that I'm like lazy of sitting in the same position, but so we went when we were in Kansas to their church I think I said this on the podcast where like a, a really, a slower gentleman tried to kiss my wife because they kiss when they meet a holy 
like the, the holy greeting or whatever. Yeah, the holy greeting. They like roll their lips and go, you know, no, no actual lips touch. It's the skin. And so it was a very weird church with very real problems where everyone says when I go out there, I'm going to eat it up. But it was the first church where it just seemed like a bunch of people going to bitch about their problems and being like, oh, how can we solve this without Jesus, divine intervention, bullshit. It was like, you know, everyone's going through some shit. He's going through this. You're going through that. And it, it's more like a self-help thing. So I could see on that end where they're like, everyone's to do their own, you know, do it for yourself. Don't let somebody else. Mm-hmm. When I went to Christian uh, church, it was, oh, you know, God's going to bless you. You won't have to do nothing. Lay in your bed. A million dollars will fall on your head. Jesus. No. You know, just the, the stupid things I had heard, you know, the, the blessings or this and that. I heard a, uh, a saying the other day that was like, I was weak, so God gave me challenges to overcome, get me strong. I, was, I wasn't knowledgeable, so God gave me uh, puzzles to solve, you know, made me wiser. So, yeah. so like stuff like that. But for every good religious story they tell, there's some tragic story of how God has failed someone as well. It's so intermissed to me. And I've been to a couple um, youth groupy things. You know, I met a cute girl in high school. So I'd go to those with her and they always had some weird parable or group. They always call them group discussion activities. Mm-hmm. But like well, the one that stuck out to me and I still do not understand the point of this day was uh, so you're you're walking down the street and an old lady's walking towards you and she has a Ninja Turtle t-shirt, uh, a Mortal Kombat backpack, purple booty shorts and a baseball bat. Do you do anything? And I'm like, no, it's just some lady, you know, I'll walk by her. And they're like, okay. And she beats you into unconsciousness with that bat. She just absolutely brutalizes you with it. And, you know, you go to the hospital and you get taken care of and you're recovering and you're walking out the hospital and a different old lady wearing a Ninja Turtle T-shirt and a small little Mortal Kombat backpack. Like there's this big loop of if you don't do anything, this lady beats you senseless until finally you're like, oh, I'm going to cross the street. And they're like, she runs you down and beats you. Anything you said, this lady would beat you with a bat unless you told them you were going to fight back. And they're like, this lady was innocent. You have judged her unjustly based on your preconceived notions of your past experiences with these unrelated people. Now you're going to hell. And I'm like, Tate said, oh, man, that lines up exactly to something I saw previous to his ban. He said, as human beings, we are born to judge, not to persecute, but to make a judgment based on our own interactions about things. Mm -hmm. So if I see a red a uh, person running at me and they have attacked me and then another red person running at me and attacked me. And the next time I see a red person running by me, I'm going to flinch. That's not that I'm racist against red people. Even it's, two, two similar people. Exactly. Beat you, so on yeah. and so forth. And so like, because of certain things, there are people who have taken that idea and blown them up and turned racist, racist things into what they are now. But like as humans, we, tend to avoid the things that have done us harm or we try to circumvent these things to make our lives work. That's who we are. And I was like, that's what it made me think of it. But man, that was like spot on the same thing. 
There was also some weird exercise in that group, and it was uh, to trust in God and always do everything that someone asked you to do to say yes to it because uh, decent people wouldn't ask you to do that. I did that at a church prayer group for the teens. They called it Fuel. Uh, the first time I went to that, I was like 13, and this redheaded girl named Nicole ran up on me and just started kissing me. She was like the rebel. I was decent looking when I was younger. And so didn't know I was 13, but it was like, oh, you know, my mom said I couldn't make out with any boys. Uh, cool. Some like church camp. We found a cat that night, which was really weird. Um, took it home and took care of it. My brother ended up naming it Midnight. Whole other thing. But it goes back into like there's different people in different churches that do different things. Mm-hmm. There's always the crazies, the the evangelists, the take. Any, any group of anybody anywhere is going to yeah. have their crazies. But churches are like a pedestal. It allows you to be in front of so many people similar to uh, an audience, like an audience podcasting. Mm-hmm. We could be as outrageous as we wanted to be for views, clicks, anything, money. Hey, we got a Patreon. We got cash app. We got this, you know, send your money, blah, blah, support us. You love us. You support, whatever. We could do that, but we don't because I think there's a people get this like moral level with whatever power they're given. And it just, it rubs me the wrong way when they get that from churches. Because I, I've noticed a lot of church people because they're good church going people. That means all their actions are the, the blessed actions of a good church going person and therefore inherently not incorrect. You always see the crackheads throw out, you know, Jesus is going to do X, Y, and Z to them because Mm -hmm. they're not a crackhead. They're not doing bad if they got Jesus behind them. Jesus loves me. I go to church every weekend. That's it for the show today. Like I said, if you need anything, reach out. We got the comments below. Hit the share button. Hit subscribe. We'll see you all later. Enjoy your weekend. Lake day tomorrow.